Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 328. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our entertainment podcast right after this. Got some good stuff to get to. Uh, <clears throat> to start, the NBA is over after the most exciting series I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> is that some sarcasm there, Sean? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny because last week uh, when we were talking about this, it was 1-1. And I think I even said, like, there's no way there will be three straight wins. This is going to be at least a six-game series. I think it's going to even go seven. Wow, was I proven wrong because the Denver Nuggets did win three straight. And they are your NBA Finals champions, which is probably more deserved than the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat went on a, you know, you got to give them credit. They went on a nice run. They took out Milwaukee. They took out Boston. Uh, they took out the Knicks. But, I mean, Milwaukee and Boston being the big ones. Uh, I mean, and the Nuggets took out some good teams, too. They took out the Timberwolves, the Suns, the Lakers. But, I mean, Miami probably had the better resume coming in with taking out Milwaukee and Boston. I think those two teams were a better two teams than what the Nuggets took out, but nonetheless, uh, I think, I mean, I don't know, maybe sometimes when you, you know, you take out a team like Milwaukee and Boston, I mean, that's got to be exhausting. By the time you get to the finals, then you have to play another juggernaut. It's like, can't be easy, but. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's really hard to assess. I mean, it's not a round robin tournament, so you can't really like say, well, I beat this team. Like the Lakers might've been the second best team. That's what's funny about this whole thing is the yeah. Nuggets only had one sweep. It was against the Lakers. Yeah. That, that team might've given them the most trouble. The Suns did take two games. Uh, and, and Minnesota even took one. Yeah. That was one more than the Lakers. The took Phoenix them. gave them the most trouble games-wise. Um, but like based on the actual results of all the games, it seemed like the Lakers played them pretty well. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, this series, it seemed like Miami was there in every game. Um, this last game was actually Miami's winning most of the way. Game um, four, I feel like, was a blowout. None of them were blowouts. They... So game four, I think they came back to like within eight or something with a minute left after being down by eighteen. But you're just, right; they were they were they down by die. they were down by nine with the ball with a minute yeah, twenty. But Spolstra continued, just kept Butler on the bench though. He didn't bring his guys back in. He kind of let the guys that brought them back stay in. Which so there wasn't a game in the series where the Nuggets were up by twenty five with five minutes left. Or like that. Yeah, it was always it always was like reasonable. Miami could do something. They're they're terrifying, I think, to go against because uh, you saw. I think they won. Seven or eight come from behind, double digit wins. Yeah, just they in were, playoffs. It was a known thing that they were a very good fourth quarter team in this playoffs. Yeah, and they won the fourth quarter in most of the throughout most of the series. Did not win it the last. I, don't, I was going to say I don't think they won it last night, which no, was the important one because they were winning going into the fourth. And uh, both teams actually played a really poor game. I mean, Denver at one point I think started off the game one of eighteen or some, one of nineteen from three. They missed ten free throws. They. Uh, they did not play well, and then they got on. But thank you know, thankfully for them, Miami didn't play their best, and uh, Denver went on a nice little run in like kind of the start to midway through the fourth quarter and got up by a little bit. And then Jimmy Butler, it seems like he just kind of paces himself. Like it seemed like first three quarters didn't do much. I think he had eight points going into the fourth, and then he went on a little run where he had like I know for sure nine straight Miami points. I don't eleven know if got straight up to twelve. Miami, okay. I think it was eleven to run. Yeah, so he tried. He tried to bring three of those back. Points were were fake. 
And yeah, the like, the bad call in the corner. I, I cannot believe that they kind of just stood with the call is what it was. I don't know. I think it's they just insane. they made the call and then they just stood with it. But end of the day, it didn't end up mattering too much. But it, but it, I mean, it did. It was a four point game, made it a yeah. one. No, point I mean, game. it mattered at the time, but it overall, it didn't end the, up mattering. The, yeah, the change in the win expects pretty huge. But yeah, luckily we're not talking about it too much because it didn't matter. Um, but like, yeah. I cannot believe you are allowed to review it. Because it's like it, it's not just it was not a foul on Denver; it was an offensive foul. Well, no, he kicked. It, I feel bad for Gordon there because he got called for the foul and he also got kicked yeah. in like the nuts pretty they, much. They <laughs> wanted to say we're going to have this rule where defenders can't go under the shooter. We also need to protect the defenders by saying you can't kick your legs out. Yeah, and that's been a big emphasis. And for them to just be like, ah, fuck it. Reggie Miller, I think, was pretty good at that back in the day, right? I think like he yeah, was I mean, good at kicking out the leg and getting, getting that the foul point play. But like, yeah, they've they've made a good effort to be like. We're going to try to catch people doing it. And that was one of the more blatant ones I've ever seen. But yeah, yeah, it makes it you wonder if that was the first quarter. Would that have been a foul? But no, the, no, again, like we said, it doesn't matter. It didn't end up mattering in the long run. The Heat still lost. Uh, Denver Nuggets are your 2023 NBA champions, and yeah. good for them. They were the number one seed in the West. That's a very good team. And I do want to go back and look. So we're going to do 2024 title odds. I think when we did this last year, 2023 title odds, probably said Denver was the best pick. Whether, okay. I, whether I said they were the, I, they were my pick, I think I might have said they were the best pick value-wise. Because, like They're getting Murray back, and they were a very yeah. good team last time they had. Oh, they are a very Murray. good team. And um, so it should be noted, too, that they, they t- a lot of things that have been trending was like how Jokic wasn't, you know, a big time pick, and uh, they—they the, one of the things that's been trending on uh, Instagram that I've seen is how when Jokic was drafted, it was during a Taco Bell commercial. Mm-hmm. They were showing an advertising what looked like a pretty good Taco Bell commercial, nice like burrito wrapped in cheese with another tortilla, looked pretty good. And they're showing this commercial, and at the bottom ticker, you see Denver Nuggets draft Nikola Jokic center from Serbia or forward, whatever it was, I think center. And so it's just like it's kind of funny. That it's guys like that, you know, like I, I remember when the Knicks drafted Porzingis and they were booing and then all of a sudden the Knicks fans cheered for Porzingis for like, you know, a good three, four seasons. Uh, so it's well, there are a million European guys drafted in the second yeah. round that never even make their way overseas. Yeah. So, yeah, when that pick is made, you're like, I don't even know if that guy play. So, um, <clears> but yeah, the, uh, the but first... you're seeing it more and more now. The Europeans are what are really oh, yeah. taking starting well, to take it's over a big world out there. It is a big world mm-hmm. out there. You got to travel. You know who once said they could show you the world? Was Aladdin. Uh, Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. But he didn't even show the world. He, yeah, he really showed, didn't like, show her much, did he? The Middle East or wherever they were. Oh, he doesn't want to show her that now. Now he's <laughs> like, you know, maybe I will show you the world now. We don't want to show you what's going on over there. Uh, but Disney, of course, has showed us the whole world and how small it really is. Oh, Andy's, Can you elaborate on that? And he was just on the small world ride, I guess. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's what, what it is. That's oh, what okay. I think of seeing the world and see all these. That's weird... a horrifying ride, though, because oh, you know they say those the animatronics come to life at night after uh, 3 a.m. From 3 a.m. to 4 a.m., yeah. they say they just sing by themselves. Say, yeah, what's horrifying now is they added all the Disney characters into there. Oh, I've been it's there like, oh, a here's time. the Texas, and there's cowboys, and oh, that's Woody. That's taking me out of this. You <clears> just <throat> took me right out of this, guys. I remember being on that ride as a kid, and I just remember it being like a dark ride, and the, but then there's all these like animatronic kids just they're singing. They're not animatronic. They're just like puppets. Oh, no, they're, they're puppets. basically marionettes. Horrifying, nonetheless. Yeah. Arguably the scariest ride there. Yeah, but um, I don't know if there's a, a Serbian town with a, there's a now. giant seven-foot man. <laughs> so be, well, and also <laughs> one of the best tennis players in the world that you know we don't have sure, on the I mean, list yeah. to talk about today, but he won another Grand Slam. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we don't cover too much tennis here. Yeah, but, we, do, we do not cover much tennis. And by much, I don't yeah. think we cover any. 
Maybe yeah, I'm know, sure we've talked about tennis once or twice. Like Serena retired or something like that. That was recently, but I don't think we talked about it. That was about a year ago, I think. Yeah, um, yeah but basketball. Um, anything else on the Nuggets win? Uh, do you want to talk about their future at all? That's a big That's a big thing. Well, the, the future I do know is what's in the 2024 title odds. Yeah, that's a good way to, to get into that. Um, I can bring that up. Um, but I know a lot of people always want to, once a team wins, they go, well, how many more championships are they going to win? And we have not had a repeat championship in a while now. Um, I think it's been... The Lakers were the last one? Uh, no, the Warriors. Oh, of course, Kev- yeah. Kevin Durant Warriors won back right, to back. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but since... The that second title we've had a different team every year, which I like. Um, you gotta like that, unless it's so your I think, team. I think we've had I think we've had five champions in six years because the Warriors have won. They won last year and they won the eighteen. Um, but yes, yeah, so we had Raptors, um, Lakers, <clears throat> Bucks, Warriors. Um, but yeah, after a team wins, there's always this conversation of like, well, how many more can they do? And you look at Milwaukee, Milwaukee won in 2021. Giannis is the best player in the world. They haven't won since. Well, what's even crazier, too, is like everybody keeps thinking that Celtics team is going to win. Yeah. And we don't even know what's going to happen with them. Is that a free agent? No, there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, talk about whether he'll get traded. I think he's due an extension. Um, I don't think he's a great free agent. But, um, so, yeah, the, the, the odds for next year's title... Uh, right now, Denver and Milwaukee are tied. This is from FanDuel, so other places have different. Yeah, of course, everything's got different uh, sides. Plus four sixty. That's that's what they are. So mm-hmm. um, that makes sense. The defending champion and the team that had the best record, right? Yeah, they had the best record. Yeah. Yes. So that that makes a lot of sense. Celtics at number two. They had the second best record in, in sport. Um, and you know they've been to a, the finals and they were close this year. Still have a lot of great players. Um, next up after that is the Suns, who said gave gave the Nuggets their biggest challenge, a full year with Durant, Booker, uh, but a lot is up in the air with that team. Uh, Chris Paul may or may not be back. DeAndre Aiden may or may not be back. Um, really don't know. Um, so those are the only teams with uh, under plus thousand. Uh, but after that, we got the Warriors at plus twelve hundred. I I don't like that at all. I think the Warriors are going down. Yeah. Uh, Bob Myers, their GM, tired. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with that team. Um, after that, the Sixers plus thirteen hundred. Similar situation with you got Embiid. Can you perform in the playoffs? But also, who else is going to be there? Is Harden going to leave? I don't know. Lakers plus fifteen. I think Harden is going to leave. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a big thing. And it, when can they use his salary to get something else? Um, after that, Lakers plus fifteen hundred. I don't like that either because I do you really want to rely on thirty eight year old LeBron to stay healthy I, unless the Lakers make. Some yeah. kind of moves. I don't know what they have with them. I know this is also um, going based off of like you know the playoffs they had because they had yeah. a good they had a very good second half. They had a very good after the deadline. They had a good playoffs. I mean you can't take it away from them being a seven seed getting the Western Finals. So I think a lot of that has to do with that number at the moment. So they don't want to probably price them you know at like thirty to one because it's like well shit what if they do something and again? It, yeah, so, it is the but Lakers. fifteen to one I do agree. I mean fifteen to one I actually think is kind of fair because fifteen to one when you think about it that is still pretty high. I mean, we think so. They're they're seventh, but the Lakers were like what they finish in the record. They were like yeah. the fifteenth best team. Yeah, this year. but then I guess when they finished the playoffs, they were the yeah. fourth. Sure. Okay. Um, after that, it's, it's a good Cleveland. middle. Cleveland plus twenty one hundred. See, I don't like. I mean, I still don't believe in Cleveland. They could they get they better. Gotta... They have young players that could get better. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Donovan Mitchell in the last year of his contract. Uh, then the Clippers plus twenty three hundred. What do you think about that? If they're healthy, uh, it, it seems it seems fair. They're usually like fourth or fifth in these 
things, and people always criticize it. So um, after that is the Heat. So the Heat are pretty far down there, plus 2,700, despite competing for a title again twice in four years. Mm -hmm. Um, They were an eight seed. Tied, yeah, tied with them, the Mavericks, who were not even. So, what's the in thing the with the Mavericks? They just don't believe like Kyrie and Luke are going to be able to work out for an entire season, or? Well, I mean, that's pretty good considering they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, I think people. So, this it. next one's the interesting one to me this, because yeah, this, this is the one that I'm I single out as the best value if you want to do this. So, the, what the Memphis Grizzlies thir- plus three thousand thirty to one. That tells me that they have a hunch Jaw's going to be gone for more than half the season. I, mean, I don't give a shit if Jaw's out for the season. Jaw's out for half the season. I think they'll still have a good record. Well, they they noted that when Jaw was out this year, they were still a very good record, like eleven and two or something like that at times or whatever. Because Tyus Jones was doing good as a point guard, so I agree. Thirty to one is great value, and I would take it now because what if if his if he's only out twenty five games, it might go down a little bit. But if he's out the whole season, then you know it'll definitely go up. So I guess it's up to you to decide. But uh, Memphis could still you know, win some games. And also, I mean, they're losing Dylan Brooks, which I don't know how much that probably affects it. Addition by subtraction. Yeah. You know, you don't know what other kind of moves they can pull off. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit more health. Should we talk about like one more row? Because then at this point it gets to the point where it gets pretty pathetic. Yeah. I think just the next team is, is, or maybe the next two. I would say, yeah, the next team, because the next three, I think you can go with all of them because they were all playoff teams for the, for the most part. The Pelicans plus 3,600. Uh, I think with that, it's saying that like you know that, that was a good young team. I mean, is Zion going to actually play? I mean, I Zion's going to become a father, so he's got to yeah. He's got, he's got really some drama here. going on. Yeah, I saw something like that. He had some uh, t- some text messages come out, right? Yeah, it's some bad stuff. Yeah, well, that's a lot of people. The girlfriend who's like, I've been helping you lose weight. Like, you fucking suck at it. Like, yeah, no. Nah, well, I missed the whole season pretty much. Yeah. So you know what? How good did he do? <laughs> did he even play it all this year? Yeah, he played like thirty okay. games. He made the All Star team and everything. He was, he was great when he played. Just, yeah, he and then the next team. Sacramento Kings, I have to agree with this. They're not going to. They're just I'm not sorry. a title team. They're, not, they're not a title team. They're a fun move. team to watch. Yeah, they're a fun. They're gonna make if you're the avid gambler and you like to bet on high scoring games, you want to take the overs, you want to take fun stuff like that, Sacramento Kings are your team. But to win an NBA championship, they're not your team. And then lastly, 50 to 1, the New York Knicks, I agree with that too. They, they, they are, they're definitely a piece away, a piece or two away of uh, being able to actually contend. And then uh, I do want to highlight the last teams here at. Uh, Plus fifty thousand here, so uh, not great. Hornets, Magic, Pacers, and Pistons all tied. So that's just like the worst you can be. The Magic is one. I'm, I'm surprised the Magic in. are that that the low. Magic have good young players, and they have two lottery picks. I thought they'd be at least a row up. The Magic, I think, are in play on making a trade for a disgruntled star, whoever that might be. Um, I wouldn't do it on Lillard. I think Lillard's too old. But whoever that player might be, and we don't know who that is, could be. I want to say Giannis, but something, somebody a little younger who's like, I'm actually, I want to move on. And the Magic can flip, you know, Fultz and um, Jalen Suggs, like the two lottery picks or something like that. And they could still keep Palo and uh, Wagner and, you know, run run with another star there. Um, I think they're, I think the Magic have a good, good little core. Yeah, the future I agree. There. Um, Pacers and Pistons though are shot to shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't trust either of those teams. But yeah, the Magic at that's 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 value. I don't know. I don't know what other way to say it. It's yeah. probably not going to happen, but it could um, if they do make a big trade uh, around the, the draft or something. Those odds are going to go change. Um, yeah, I guess. 
All right. NBA, okay. we'll have a wild uh, draft to talk about and free agency. It's always where the championships are won. Oh, yeah. Maybe a couple couple weeks of being dark on the NBA. Oh, yeah, which is fine. That has to happen every now and then. Uh, should we talk about the Stanley Cup? Yeah, let's get into hockey. We got uh, the Las Vegas Golden Knights are up three games to one in the series. And honestly, this could have been a sweep if the only game Florida won. They scored a goal within the last two minutes on a pulled goalie to tie the game, then won in overtime. That was at home in game three. And then the Knights came out game four, took care of business, and now they're at home game five, where it is live right now as we're recording on a Tuesday at 5.30 Pacific time. It is 0-0 in the uh, first period, about five minutes in, and uh, it'll be exciting. You know, I've said it before, you know, my, my mother lives in Vegas with my stepdad, and, you know, they were talking about going out tonight to uh, go to a local, like, casino bar that they like. You know, they've gotten to know the bartender there pretty well, and they're, I told them, I'm like, you should, because this is would be the first Stanley Cup that Vegas Knights have won. Uh, a lot of people get confused thinking they've won before because it was such a big deal that they got to the Stanley Cup, their rookie season in the 2017-2018 season. Uh, but that's where they lost to Alex Ovechkin when he won his first Stanley Cup. Uh, but now the Vegas Knights look like they're, they're in the driver's seat. Even if they lose tonight, they'd go back to Florida, but then worst case, Game Seven's back in Vegas. Uh, I don't see Florida beating them three in a row. I think it's safe to say that the Vegas Golden Knights are going to win their first Stanley Cup in their sixth season of existence, which is uh, pretty, pretty quick, pretty remarkable. Oh yeah, to do it that quick. So good for the Vegas Golden Knights. Well, I mean, I can't. I guess we can't congratulate them quite yet. I guess we will give you the final update on them uh, next Tuesday when we record again. But uh, it's looking like uh, you can take it to the bank that the Vegas Golden Knights will be your 2023 NHL champions. But again, crazier things have happened. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk next week. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> probably it for hockey. Just a quick little update. All right, how about some soccer? Some soccer. The Champions League final took place uh, this last Saturday with Manchester City versus Inter Milan. And uh, ended up being, I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago, that we said, hey, if this could be a 0-0 halftime score, that this could be a game. And what was it? It was 0-0 at halftime. And then uh, somewhere in the mid-60s, uh, Manchester City was one of those plays where the ball just kind of got set loose in the middle of the field or the middle of the box, and a guy came out of fucking nowhere and just yeah. slammed it. There were too many people in the way. The goalie didn't even know. And he also, if you was. see that in slow motion from his view, too, he puts nice little hook on it, too. Like, it's crazy how good those guys are. And he slammed it in the back of the net, left the goalie stunned, uh, got him up 1-0. And then at the very end of the game, the last few minutes, the goalie for Manchester City, you got to give it to him, Ederson, he made some tremendous saves, including a corner kick in like the 95th minute that he made a great save on. And, you know, you got what you wanted. And, all- and one of the Milan players made it. What? One of uh, Milan's players made a great save on as well. That header. They were both there. Oh. And so the one guy had a header, hit the, hit the bar, came back, header again. But one of his teammates was standing right there, right into his leg. And if he wasn't there, it would have been. Oh, wow. And it was like, feel bad for that guy. Like, hey, I didn't do anything wrong. I was in in position where I should be. Um, But bad luck. But yeah, that's that's exactly what you wanted out of that game was they didn't score until later. And 
uh, there were a bunch of chances to tie it up. So it was a, it was at least a, the final twenty minutes. There were there was some drama and wasn't boring. wasn't just keeping the ball oh, and, away. And that's what we said. We said we want at least a good game. And you know what? A good game is what we got. Uh, it was only one zero. Halan didn't score, which we you know we talked about as one of those things to say like Halan will score and the score will be one zero or two zero or two yeah. one. And the score was one zero, but it was Rodri who uh, who scored. And um, yeah, I mean Manchester City completed what they called the the treble, which uh, you win your your league, which was the Premier League. You win the Champions League, and then you win your league's cup tournament, which was the FA Cup for them. Uh, and it's only been completed a few times where a team sweeps that. And ironically, uh, their coach Pepe Guardiño or whatever he is uh, was the good coach at a. Uh, Barcelona, when they when Messi was in his prime back in like 2009, he or 2010, something like that, he completed that that same feat. So he's a good coach. He's a passionate coach too. I remember I was I was watching a little bit of the game, and there was one point where it was like in the 50 something minute, and he's on his knees in his suit, just like you know they, they play with a different kind of passion out there. And uh, congrats to Manchester City. It was a, they they have the money, they're spending the money, and they are making an elite. They've been an elite team for a long time, but now they're just becoming more and more elite. And uh, yeah, um, and that was that was a thing that came up after the game. So much about we've talked about this last week has been about the uh, PGA and the Live Golf in Saudi Arabia. Um, Manchester City is an example of Saudi Arabia putting money into the Western world. I think they they bought the club and spent a ton of money, and they got results. And it's yeah, it's weird when you're watching that game and they cut to the you know the boxes there and you see these guys with the you know i don't know what do you call it i want to call it a bed sheet over their head but i know that's not necessarily what they would call it a, urban? a, a covering a turban no i don't think it's a turban is it a bed sheet huh? or are they ghosts you know, they, yeah, basically the bed the ghost. <laughs> i know what you're talking about though i know what you're talking uh, about it goes all the way down it's yeah. like long white sheet hair and it's like okay well that which we i think we do get a decent just, amount of listeners in the middle east so let's yeah. not you know, well, it just you tell us what because, it is because we're American. That's coded as so bad. Like I'm like, where's like Sly Stallone's gonna come out of here and shoot these guys, right? Wow. But no, they're just like they're just normal, horrible businessmen. You know, nothing, nothing too bad. They're not terrorists. They're just unethical <laughs> businessmen. You know, we gotta we gotta change our frame uh, when we see people like that. But you know, I've seen too many '80s action movies. Just immediately <laughs> like, oh, who are these guys? Just. Spending There's the royal money. Good soccer on, on owners. Soccer. Yeah. That's off-road Andy Seagal they're, they're for Mark, They're, the, they're <laughs> yeah. Mark Cuban, basically. Just to give them like Mark Cuban. All righty. Well, before we get uh, shut down, let's move on to... Uh, <laughs> we talk about some baseball? Well, do you sell more soccer? Yeah. Uh, well, there's the other big soccer stories, oh. which we... Uh, yeah, so Messi, Sean, I don't know if you heard this. This is going to actually, unfortunately, this is going to continue to talk about the Saudi Arabians. So hopefully Andy can control himself here. So after Messi, Messi ended up signing with intern Miami... And uh, which is a big thing because it has shook the world upside down. We talked about it last week. Uh, Barcelona was the favorite he was supposed to go back to. And then there was like a team in Argentina and then it was Miami. And he will be going back to Barcelona. Probably at the very last of his season. Well, no, they, yeah, they said he'll, he'll play like a month there during summers. Unless is off or something like that. Okay. I'm going to play a few games. So. But he's in the meantime, the team he signed with is inter Miami, which is the team that David Beckham is ownership of. And they talked about, too, how – get this, Sean. So when – and Andy. When he signed with them or, like, said, like, that's where I'm going, ticket prices went up crazy. They said that the road game in, from, for Miami when they played New York in September went up 
1,000% in oh ticket prices. Oh, my God. And then when he comes to L.A., they play LAFC on the, uh, in L.A. in August, and that went up 420% or something like that. And the other thing I heard was that Saudi Arabia, after that, gave him one last offer. I don't know. I mean, true or not, I don't know, but I, I mean, it's what I read. That they offered him three years for one point six billion, and I—it's it, crazy because they really we'll, do we'll just give you the whole shit out money. Qatar place, all of Qatar. Because I, I saw the thing with Las Vegas where it's like these Saudi Arabians have like it said like six hundred twenty billion in like some sort of like funds or something that they have. Like these yeah, guys the, just have a ridiculous amount of money. That's yeah, buying fund. Which, I mean, good on them for establishing the fund. Get any. Yeah, well, yeah. No, they're saving their oil like, money. They're not no, who's getting it? <laughs> the Spanish soccer players are getting it. The guys Gosh. that were in La Liga are getting it. Benzema and Ronaldo, even though, you know, one's French, one's Portuguese, but still, nonetheless. But uh, one of the uh, things I saw as part of his contract, so I think starting next year or this year, I don't know, actually know how that works. Um, MLS will have like their own league pass type thing, Sunday ticket, and it's going to be through Apple. Um, and Messi's going to get a piece of it. So uh, remember in Air, we all watched Air, Michael Jordan, the big, the big reveal at the end is I want, I want a piece of the shoes. I want to get money for every shoe sold. Um, well, maybe Messi was inspired by that. So he's going to get like a piece of every subscription sold uh, for this new, new thing, um, which is kind of crazy. But like, yeah, go, go get it if you can get it. Um, because yeah, you're, you're not going to compete with that 1.6 billion because just MLS doesn't have that kind of money. Um, no, definitely not. Yeah, a big deal. Not bad. All right. Now we're ready to talk about some uh, baseball. Yes, I think so. So I think my, my plan here, um, just to kind of talk about baseball every week, uh, little things like just kind of bring up standings or stats. I just want to go over the home run leaders. I think it's fun. We all like we all like home runs. We like we like Mark McGuire and that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, um, one of so, the most exciting years was the McGuire and yeah, Sosa season. So I think uh, go over the home run leaders so far this year. We also have a, another story for baseball, but let's just start with this. Pete Alonso with 22 home runs is the leader right now, and, and he's uh, out for about a month. He's out right now. Got so, hit on the wrist last week. Yeah, it's he's still leading, but not not for long because yeah, uh, there's a guy that's coming up on him yeah on his tail shohei otani with 20 hit home runs two home runs last night i was at the game on friday night where he hit a home run uh he hit a home run on sunday i believe also don't quote me on that but i think he did yeah i mean we, we could look it up yeah we can look it up tell you uh every game he's at a home run yeah so um so home run yeah that was friday that's Okay, there you go. Two home <laughs> runs. They're they're showing his pitching stats. You know, that's the thing about this guy. If you didn't know, there's a player on the Angels. He oh no, he did. He didn't hit a home run Sunday. It was Friday and yeah. Saturday, and then Monday. So he's got four home runs his last four games, though. Yeah, um, he, he's he's a, a nice player, uh, an MVP. Um, and third is uh, Jorge Soler of the Miami Marlins. Surprise, Miami Marlins. I uh, came over from the Braves, um, like World Series hero. I think it was World Series, right? Yeah, it was the World Series MVP. Um, having a good good year there. Uh, Cuban guy in Miami makes makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, also tied for third, Aaron Judge have another MVP type season for the Yankees. Is he? What's his um, average? It's very good. Two ninety one. That is good. Four hundred on base percentage. He's leading the league in OPS. He's just the best hitter right now. And his WAR is good too. Yeah, still pretty great. 
Um, tied for fifth is Matt Olson. He's also Matt out there right now. We should mention. Yeah, he, he hurt his toe. Sprained his toe, a, I think, uh, jumping against against the wall. Yeah, but I don't think it's that serious. No, Let's but he's been out like a week. Even. It was a, he went on the seven yeah. game IL. Yeah, so I mean, still out. He's been out since Saturday, the June third, yeah. and we're at June thirteenth now. And then with eighteen home runs, Matt Olson and Max Muncie are tied. Max Muncie, I saw that the Dodgers aren't starting him tonight because he's zero for his last fifteen. Only hitting home runs. He's not hitting enough of them. 18's a lot, but it's not 191 enough. average. Um, and yeah, it's rough. Pretty bad. But, I mean, he's got that. Look, Only five doubles, too. That's 323 on base percentage. He still takes a ton of walks. Um, Olsen is, is crazy. That 70 – or no, yeah, 70 strikeouts, Oakland, though. The, the, the Oakland Athletics are a fucking embarrassment of a franchise <laughs> that – I don't know how they just let Olsen go. That He's been great for the Braves. Uh, when they you know they lost Freddie and it's like well we got to get a replacement and they got a hometown guy I don't think they gave up like anything to get him it's been awesome and then in seventh place three guys tied Mookie Betts Kyle Schwarber and Jordan Alvarez Mookie Betts was my MVP pick it's still possible he's having a good season he hits hits the ball well but the Dodgers aren't going to win 115 games this year and then impressive is Kyle Schwarber 17 home runs. Negative war. Uh, he, he is not a good defender, and he's really bad in 172. Yeah, he's really also, just a wow. home run guy. So it's like, and then at tenth place, JD Martinez, the Dodgers. Good. Yeah, good, I saw that. Pickup. That was surprising. Yeah, uh, ended up being a good pickup. Uh, the Dodgers. He was really good a few years ago when he was on like Arizona and stuff. Then he went to Boston. I mean, his deal. first couple years in Boston were great. Yeah, so they won the World Series his first year, right? Uh, yep, 2018. And he had 43 dingers that year with 130 RBIs. Wow, he was good. But yeah. So that's yeah, That's the home run leaders. We'll talk batting average, RBIs on next week. But uh, just a good little, good little way to highlight baseball. Uh, we have one other thing about baseball to talk about this week. Tony's favorite story. Yeah, the Oakland Athletics have won six in a row. And the main reason I'm talking about this is because we talked about it last week, how we were like, oh, they're for sure going to have the worst record in the history of baseball. Uh, our under is for sure going to hit on them. And all of a sudden now Oakland has won six in a row. And if you were to bet on Oakland and let your money carry over, because they're big underdogs, they've only been favorited once this year and they lost that game. They're 18 and 50. They've played 68 games and they've been favored once. And they... They lost that game. So the, every game they've won this year has been as a dog. And it, um, if you were to bet on them when they on this whole six-game win streak and you were just to let the money keep carrying over, after last night's win against the best team in baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays, you'd be up eight grand on just six games if you just kept letting your profit roll over and betting all your profit on the next game for the A's. And uh, they play tonight at home again against the A's. Uh, as against as dogs against the Rays. I'm sorry, against the Rays. Yeah, wow. And uh, they uh, will probably. I, I can't say if they'll lose for sure because the guy pitching for the Rays has a 6.12 ERA, but the guy pitching for the A's is three and six with an 11.12 ERA, which I don't even know how that's fucking possible. Oh my god, because you could see his photo. He's a little pervert. <laughs> that's that's mean. He didn't do anything pervert. Um, yeah, that's that's rough, Shin, and that is Shintaro Fujinami, aka Shintaro. Who's your mommy? <laughs> oh boy, you don't know how these guys are gonna translate when they come over. No, and he has not translated well. 
only making three million dollars, but you know, only three million. They give me three million dollars. I'll have an eleven ERA also. Yeah. I mean, that'd be impressive. You went out there and only eleven ERA, <laughs> but that would be impressive, actually. Like, yeah. <laughs> would you strike out thirty-four guys? Probably not. You never know. If I'm going against like him, but anyway. And also, I just want to know that they are now tied with the worst record with the Kansas City Royals. Actually, I guess the Royals are 18 and 48, so they've played two games less. So they technically have a better record win percentage wise than the A's, but it's time for people to stop mocking the A's so much and start maybe looking at the Royals and being like, hey, you've only won 18 games also. Oh, yeah, the Royals deserve all kinds. And uh, they are throwing a pitcher today. Can we actually check that score really quick? Because the pitcher for the Royals today, Jordan Lyles, yeah, Jordan Lyles. Is 0 and 10 on the season, and the team is like 0 and wow. 13 in his starts. <laughs> That's a quick 0 and 10, yeah. And Lyles is a guy who's been around for years. Like yeah, he was decent on Houston, I think, back in like their yeah, 66 and 100 records. That's you know, where was his best ERA season? I guess I it's never Texas been that great. I don't know, he never was good. 3.31 with Milwaukee, and that was in like maybe 16 innings. Yeah, so that doesn't starts, count. How many starts did he make? He was just never good, yeah. Wow. Wow, yeah, I know. An innings eater. Always been bad. 1,400 innings career. Probably made a lot of money. Well, well, I think that'll that'll wrap us up. Wrap it up. Well, you've been listening to episode 328 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Yes, thank you. And Tony Katz. Yes, thank you very much. See you later.